Welcome to episode 104 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than everybody else. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing quite well. And, you know, like the intro says, 104. This puts the uh, cherry on top of season two for, you know, hey, most television shows, Dave, television shows, yeah. 14 episodes, you know, a, a banger of a yeah. series is like 21 episodes. Some don't even get past the pilot. Exactly. You know, and this is episode 104. There's 52 weeks in a year. Season one had 52 episodes. Season two, 52 episodes. We're closing out 104 episodes. Two years. So episode 105 wow. is the start of season three. Ah, uh, so yeah, so the, to, this, this, this by definition is the show that never ends. <laughs> could it have something to do with the fact that we don't have bosses? It, it could. No, no one to know. tell us to take a hike? It, yeah, it, it could just very well be that, and, you know. And, you know, I know some <laughs> of the people have saw posts of the uh, nitro-colored blazer that I was in front of. I mean... The, we can't spend this money from the spot fast enough, dude. I, I mean, I know. and I, I went conservative on the blazer because I didn't want to, you know, flaunt our riches <laughs> from the pot. I mean, we're just making so much money. You just got to spend it. I mean, I'm going to put the flights, football, and anything else decal on it, and it's going to be a write-off. <laughs> hey, That's actually a brilliant fucking that idea. Get that wrapped. <laughs> wow. I like You think they would wrap the 2009 Kia Sedona? And, hey, anything... Yeah, then you just as long as you got to pay. I mean, if you don't have a payment on it, then there's no point in it because you know you. Because I'm writing the payment off as a business expense. Yeah. Huh. Um. Well, anyway. Yeah. But I'll write that down. I'll take yeah, a note. Just take a note on that. I, Hold know, on, just a second. All of our best ideas are uh, on the fly, right here on the pod. So. Um, oh, this is interesting. Very interesting. It's um. First selection of the night. All three beers, by the way, come courtesy of loyal listener and my wonderful wife, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Uh, who actually, believe it or not, actually likes looking for beers, hates beer, does not drink beer, yeah. but actually doesn't mind looking for and, and she picks them all just by can and like, oh, I know they have never had that one because they haven't seen that can. And um, not lot, not this past week, but the week prior... She was in Lansing at one of her homes, and after work, she went to uh, Horrocks. Okay. And they've got a bigger beer selection than, you know, Carter's Opperman's. In, okay. In, um, so anyway, micro- right. Microphone Solo for Microphone Brewing Company in Elk Grove Village, Illinois. It's a nano brewery. So. Teeny I, tiny. It, it must be, yeah, I was going to say it must be small. If we're going by the definition of nano. Uh, 6.5% and... Zero IBUs. So let's let's get the last episode of season two underway. Was well, um, the epitome of a hazy IPA. I mean, that is that is a perfect color for an IPA. I mean, this goes back to like episode 
Yeah. 9, 12, 15. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, wow. This definitely falls into the, I didn't even have to read the can, definitely falls into the New England. Very fruity, I imagine. Yeah? Yeah, Um, but not too fruity. An actual, I mean, this is when I started oh, yeah. falling in love with IPAs. Yeah. This is the IPA that I would have fell in love with. Very apropos before for... I, before I became Mr. Uh, Porter. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, this is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Well, and hopefully Liz's selections get better and better as we go in our final episode of uh, season two. So, Mike. Yes, Dave. Is it that time? I think so. All right, I've got two, and one's actually an off-pod correction, but I want to give my dear old mother a shout-out. And it, so I'm an idiot, and none of our listeners would have, well, they, they all may know I'm an idiot, I don't know. <laughs> but they wouldn't have heard this one. I, you know, I go over to my mom's on Mondays, which is my Sunday, and chit-chat with uh, Jen and my mom about this that and the other thing just chill have a cup of coffee and my mom would likes to stay in the know if you will sure talking heisman trophy and she says well you think that hutchison will have a chance and i'm like oh, he ain't fucking making it he's not even gonna be a finalist I mean, in good nature i mean i didn't sure, i didn't sure, belittle sure. my mom or nothing but i yeah. just like what, what are you nuts my he ain't, he ain't gonna be fucking one of the finalists <laughs> Well, not only was he one of the finalists, he fucking finished second. So, hey, for any anybody wants any sporting information, uh, look my mom up on Facebook because uh, she knows way more than I do because I didn't – yeah, the guy had a great year. Sure. Yeah. You know, but he wasn't even the defensive player of the year, and the defensive player of the year didn't even make – wasn't one of the final the four. Yeah. You know, and Hutchinson made the final four, finished second in the voting, so – you know, hey, mom, you were right, I was wrong, and, you know, I'm an idiot. The second, this is like a corrections corner because uh, Tommy, the Dave of Spilling the Nachos, right. uh, called, he, he asked Nate of Spilling the Nachos, who just released their uh, episode 27, recorded it, I think, last, they always release it Sunday morning. Right. Typically record on Saturday nights, but sometimes they record on other nights, but still release it on the Sunday morning. Sure. And I listen to it as I do my fantasy football points for my league, because my team surely doesn't get many fantasy points. But, um, and Tommy was like, well, how in the fuck can Mike not consider Home Alone? He says, you know, I, I, I see Die Hard, but how is Home Alone not a Christmas movie? And I'm like, and Nate brought that to my attention. I'm like, you know what? I'll go to my grave. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And we've had that argument last year on the pod. And, you yep, know, yep. So we, we don't necessarily have to bring that up. But I'll rescind my statement on Home Alone because there is enough Christmas stuff in Home Alone. Like, And actually, I think the scene that says, you know what, Tommy, you're right. Home Alone is a Christmas movie. And it's the scene... With the tree in the living room? Nope. It's okay. a scene, because that's just a ruse to to <laughs> screw over Joe Pesci and Daniel okay. Stern. All right. You know, it's the scene where um, 
Macaulay Calkins character, Kevin, is in church in his next door neighbor who they everybody thinks is a killer and murdered his family or whatever. Right. right. And they have that heart to heart and he tells him, you know, this is the read it's that one, three, four, five minute scene that makes that a Christmas movie. Okay. Because otherwise it's about two fucking dumb crooks trying to steal. And that's not Christmas. Okay. Which leads into a very conundrum because actually then it's the Grinch Christmas because that's just about a fictitious guy that steals Christmas. Right. So yeah, no. But yeah. all right. So yes, I will concede. I was I, I kind of misspoke myself. Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Die Hard is not. I know every, a lot of people. It's come in vogue to think it is. It's not. In end of story. Okay. So yeah. Um, so that's it for Corrections Corner. Yeah, Dave, you, you have your finger up as the... No, I was just... Uh, so that kind of leads us into shows. Yes? No? Uh, before we get to shows, okay. I have one uh, uh, condolences to uh, oh, yeah. loyal listener, Grandpa Blackhawk. Uh, today, Sunday the 12th, Saturday the 11th. Uh, Grandpa Blackhawk, my good buddy Larry, Larry, best man in my wedding. I was the best man in his wedding. Friends since uh, BU Gardashay's ninth grade at North, I think. He'll correct me on that if I'm wrong. Uh, so, you know, just been friends forever. Uh, his mother, Marilyn, passed away yesterday. So, uh, thoughts and prayers, Larry. Uh, condolences. And high, uh, high school, early college. Actually, she was like a second mom, mom to me. Larry and I would be out gallivanting all around. A lot of times he'd be carting my drunk ass around. I'd end up staying the night over there. Right. This, that, and the other thing. And, you know, Marilyn never had a problem with it. Wonderful woman. Better place. She's probably playing bingo right now as we speak. And all I can say is when we meet again, I'll bring the Dino's pizzas. There you go. So rest in peace and in condolences. Peace. Uh, Grandpa Blackhawk. But yeah, so what have you been, you know, what have you been watching, Dave? Well, I'll bring it up again because I ended up watching it again. Uh, Christmas movie, Love Actually. Have you seen it? Bits. Of, Bits I, I don't think. It, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it start to finish. So for anybody that is thinking about it, it's amazing the number of stars in this movie, and I'm going to read through it really fast. Uh, Hugh Grant, Liam Nielsen. Emma Thompson, Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley is Elizabeth Swan in uh, 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 Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, didn't uh, see that either. You didn't? Wow. Uh, Alan Rickman. He's uh, Professor Snape in uh, Harry Potter. Didn't see. He's that. been in a bunch of stuff. You'd recognize him. Uh, Alan Alan Rickman. Oh, I just said that. Colin uh, Firth, uh, the Kingsman. Have you seen that? Franchise? Yes. Okay. And actually, there's a new king. The new one. Yeah, that, that one looks good. So he's he's the guy that brings up. Um, uh, he's the kind of like the the main guy in that one. Uh, Bill Bill Nye, not not Bill Nye the science guy, but Bill Nye that plays um, <sighs> Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean as well. But you, you'd see him in some other right. stuff. Super funny. There's there's really two Bill Nyes. Yes, there is wow. Bill Two Nyes spelled differently. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Andrew uh, Lincoln, he is uh, the Walking Dead. He's Rick Grimes. Okay, that guy's in there. Uh, Laura Linney, uh, she's the oh. mom in Ozark. You know who she is? Yep. Nope. She actually, she actually. Hotty, yeah. Oh, no, she shows Teddy oh, in that yeah. movie. Yeah. Uh, Martin Freeman, 
He is um, he's Agent Ross in um, Black Panther, the Marvel movie. If you Never haven't seen that? seen that one, he played Bilbo in uh, The okay. Hobbit. Didn't see that either. Okay. And then this one is uh, this one's tougher. Uh, and I, I actually looked this up online to try to pronounce it so I wouldn't get it wrong, but I'm looking at it now and I'm probably going to get it wrong. Uh, Ch- oh, shit. Ch- Chiwelta Ijorfer. Close enough. Whatever. He was um, he was Mondo in um, Blazing Saddles. Nope, another Marvel movie <laughs> you probably haven't seen. Uh, Doctor Strange. Who was Mondo in Blazing Saddles? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Alex Karras. Oh really? Yeah. I, yeah. Shit. I bet my. I wouldn't bet my life, but I bet money on it. Anyway, go ahead. Another great movie. But uh, Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean. Yeah. Okay. Know, going yep. back there. Uh, Chris Marshall. Uh, he's Colin, probably not in anything, but he steals the show in this movie. He's funny as right. shit. Uh, he basically goes to America to get laid and comes back to Britain with three hotties. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, Claudia Schiffer, and Denise Richards. Has it been verified that Billy Bob Thornton could rival like the Ron Jeremys of the world? Well, I have no idea. Oh, yeah, I had, I've I, never heard that rumor. Oh, uh, that, that's, I, I don't know if it's just urban legend or just, like, fun play on internet or yeah. whatever. That, he's supposedly sporting massive wrench. <laughs> so, actually, so I watched the Christmas episode of Ted Lasso, and so he makes a Ron Jeremy reference in there, too. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's with his boss who owns the soccer team, right. and he throws some change into the, there's some street performers, he throws some change in there. She... Throws out, she takes a uh, a roll out of her pocket and kind of looks at it and goes, eh, throws it in there. He goes, well, shit, I, I better think twice before taking a piss in front of Ron Jeremy, I guess. Uh, um, you got to watch Ted Lasso. You haven't seen that. Well, I don't have Apple yet. Ah. But you are, uh, so are you, are you finishing on Love Actually or you just gave I'm, us the cast? I just you gave want, you the okay. cast. I mean, it, it's hysterical. There's, I mean, It's an older movie though, right? 2003. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, Liz and I have not watched the current episode of Dexter or Yellow Jackets, so no updates there, but enjoying both series. And just this morning finished season one of Yellowstone. Getting into it, I like it a lot, but I'm telling you what, like I said, episode 102 or 103, whenever it was, um, <laughs> it's hard it, to believe all the well, yeah, I mean, it. <laughs> It may be more far-fetched than Riverdale, and Riverdale's one of the dumbest fucking things I've ever... But now, Riverdale's almost like, you know... Yeah. You know, like uh, Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon when, you know, he's hanging, and they're, you know, they're torturing, torturing him, and, and he will give it up, and he yeah. just sits there and takes it. That's where I am with Riverdale. <laughs> I'm going to fucking catch up to this series, even if... The, if for no other, I mean, there's some, there's smoke shows, and they're and they're getting older with every year season, obviously. Right. And it, but it's just, it's so funny, and it's amazing that they can, because I'm in season three, season six is going on right now, so that means it hasn't been canceled by the CW network. And this is, these are high school students. I believe they're juniors in season three, and they do more fucking fighting and killing than any fucking mafia member would ever even dream of. <laughs> and it's like all right, well, they never ever go to school, but but yet they're making out right. in in classrooms that are just dark and unoccupied by uh, 
what's the principal's name in Archie Witherby? Witherby. Yeah, yeah something like that. But anyway. That. So yeah, but um but yeah, Yellowstone it, it's it's what it's good. So I the, like it, but it, yeah. but it's I can't I would I actually think the more believable one will be 1893, which I if I'm gathering my information correctly, is the prequel, prequel to Yellowstone. Right. Which is going to be on Paramount. Yeah, I don't know why. And the, the, yeah, the whole Paramount Peacock yeah. thing are different. It's weird. It, because I'm watching Yellowstone on Peacock. Okay. And I'm getting used to the commercials because they're, they're they're nicely done. Yeah. And, and it's usually 15 seconds. Halfway to two-thirds of the way through, you'll get a 45-second one. But I love the clock in the lower left corner, so it's like, all right, time to take a piss. I'll take a piss. Whew. And you, you and you get your business done, boom, sit down, you just like right. you didn't even miss or it. Or get a snack or whatever. And then the fifteen second one is you you kind of just like get, get a stretch and get ready for it. Right, right. Yeah. No, I um I think if you get into season two, uh, especially three, it gets all right. the plot line gets a lot better. Well now and what I've as anybody who's watched Yellowstone will attest or can attest, I don't know if they will or not, but boy, I mean, season one, it, you know, Kevin Costner's character uh, appears to be on death's door. Right. <laughs> and here we are in season four, and Kev, I think Kevin Costner's still in it. Yeah, he's he, on uh, death's door. He, he, he figuratively and literally dodges a few bullets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's dodging bullets. That. That, <laughs> that's why I think it will be more believable in the 1893 you know the the prequel of it, right? And who I I do have to look up who plays. You know, I once I don't know if they still do it in seasons two, three, and four, but in season one they do a lot of flashbacks to yep. and so to give you some backstory and how the family right got the way it is. Yep. Whoever they've got playing young Kevin Costner is, I, I actually I think it's like hey that could be Kevin Costner, you know, thirty yeah. years ago. Right. No, so, I agree. For sure. Uh, and then, um, I, you know, I'll go on a little Apple TV thing. I'm en- I'm enjoying a lot of the content they've got on there. Uh, Finch, Tom Hanks. was a, It was a movie. You don't like Tom? I hate Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. Probably because I'm a Booze and Buddies fan. And, <laughs> and um, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Finch that, is yeah. the one where he's got the electronic dog. or he's No, he's, no, he's he, yeah, okay, never mind. We're going to move on because you're <laughs> yeah, he's got a robot in that one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean it's 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 a little bit it's apocalyptic and future and- kind of a thing where there's a there's a there's a, a solar flare that burned up, you know, a lot of the ozone right. and yeah, you gotta And you know what? I'm gonna you know you and I have always embraced full disclosure to our listeners. Sure. I think you know, I think some of it I'll, you know, my hatred, hatred's probably a bit of a stretch, but I mean, I don't even know the guy. <laughs> my dislike yeah. for Tom Hanks is probably a bit jealous, jealousy. Because he's he's a fucking nobody. He's not, I mean, some, I mean, big. Right. One of the dumbest movies of all time ever. Although that's actually one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> but, um, and it's just, it goes along the line with, I listened to Mike and Mike for so long, and I hate Mike Greenberg. Okay. Simply because Mike Greenberg is me. Sure. Someone who's passionate about sports and has an opinion, and yet 
he's doing him and yeah. I'm not. So fuck, right. I hate his fucking guts. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey's another. Oprah Win- what is Oprah Winfrey has a gazillion fucking dollars. And who is she? She's a fucking nobody. The, I mean, she's a fucking nobody talk show host. But yet is the most popular yeah. worldwide influential. Yeah. And I hate her because I'm jealous of her. <laughs> so and Tom Hanks falls in that bucket. Right. So, um, but I mean, no, you know, you don't have to, you, I don't know, you don't have to save a million lives. I mean, when you say they're nobody, what do you mean by that? Well, who, okay, who is Oprah Winfrey? Huh? She, who she, who well, is she, Oprah? She was a fat African American woman that somehow got a talk show. Yeah. And then it steamrolled into a great, gigantic success. How? I, I have, because everybody loves her. There Why you go. Are, there you go. I, Except you. But why do they love? What has she done? Why does everybody love me? Fuck! How many fucking uh, youth football? How many kids has she coached in youth football? Probably none. Right. Okay. So where's my seven 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 hundred ninety seven million dollars every year for sitting down and doing nothing? And where's my ability to give people, hey, hey, you're going to the moon, and I'll give you a million dollars, and you do the Ellen DeGeneres is another one. She's fucking horrible actress comedian whatever she started at and now she's fucking because she came out and said she was a lesbian so now she's the, uh, the greatest of all time no she was the greatest of all time before that actually i think was she did she already have the ellen, uh the ellen show before i don't know i didn't pay attention enough so i don't know that's, right but that, these are all these, these are all just normal i and, yeah they, i mean they they get in social media right they, they not no, social no, media they, but i'm, they I'm were, talking they about were, media they predated social media well, and not, again, kudos to them. Like, but all my my point is like that is Mike Greenberg is you and I. Mike Greenberg has a college degree in a certain field and was placed in ESPN. Right. You know, did I he, I, I get how Mike Gola, you know, because, because I love the, sports. Excuse me, I love sports. Yeah. I get how Mike Golick got on there. Mike Golick went to Notre Dame and he played in the NFL. Boom! I get why he's on ESPN. Right. Done deal. I right. get it. Right. You know. Yeah. Why Mike Greenberg? Why not? Why not? Uh, yeah, Mike you Mike Golick and Dave Dawson. Why not Mike Golick and Mike? Uh, Mike? Because because I didn't fill out the application to apply for that job next to Mike Greenberg. Yeah, but I said he's, See, still, he's if, still a comedy. Because if if you would have if you would have filled out the application the same time Mike Greenberg did, you'd have got the job. Well, yeah, sure, but yeah. So anyway, though, I'm just saying, and that's, that's why, and that's why I don't like. Because everybody just like falls in love. Because not all of Tom Hanks' movies are great. Forrest Gump is dumb. It's a <laughs> fucking dumb movie. Okay. Yeah, it, right. I but mean, yet, oh, oh my, ooh, Tom Hanks is in it. I love it. Forrest Gump is great. It's it's dumb. It, it is a dumb movie. Right. It's, but apparently you know, like, enough people. Like when he, run, you know, he just continues running out of LSU Stadium against Alabama. Or what did he play for Alabama? He played for Alabama. Okay, so he, he runs out of LSU Stadium playing for Alabama and just continues to run for millions of miles. It's dumb. How didn't he, how didn't he get up for the Heisman that year? That, exactly. I don't know how he didn't. In the whole, you know, um, like I said, bosom buddies and big, and it's all downhill from there for Tom <laughs> Hanks, in my opinion. <laughs> No, it's all about timing, timing and luck, and where you're at, and you know maybe Mike Greenberg, the other guys that were interviewing for that job, ESPN said we gotta get some other guy named Mike to go with Mike Golick. Yeah. So let's get some guys. And one of the qualifying things is you have to have a college degree, a pulse, and your first name has to be Mike. There you go. Anyway, those 
anyway, were you going somewhere before I got off on a tangent on that? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, Elf, what? or whatever you were saying that Mike Greenberg's movie was. What? On Apple Podcasts, or whatever. What, what is the movie... Felch or Finch. Finch. Felch. I should, I, that's the first. Finch. Time, that's the first time we talked about felching on this podcast. And it, and it really wasn't. To your point, it it really isn't entertaining per se. I mean, not like a Marvel movie or something like that. It's just it's supposed to be thought provoking. It's a deep for those people that want to watch something with meaning. I mean, he might. You know, a lot of really good entertaining movies don't get nominated for Academy Awards. You know, some of these movies that are, uh, you know, heartfelt, uh, have real deep uh, existential meaning to them or something along those lines. You know, Finch could be up for an Academy Award. Who knows? Because it fits into that category. All right. Um, didn't Tom, did Tom Hanks play the pilot that landed yes. in the Hudson River? That was uh, that is another time. That's that is another Tom Hanks movie that I did enjoy. OK, so. I don't totally He also played anything. the captain of the ship of the um, uh, the pirates. Uh, did you see that one? Um, you know they had some pirates out in the out in the uh, shit. Oh yeah, I know the, the Somalia one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't see that movie. No. Yeah, that was um, good too, along the same lines. And then, um, yeah, so. There, there are a couple times, but I, I watch it and just Wilson! with bitter, I just watch it with bitter resentment. <laughs> oh, and then, like, like you said, that, that it's not away. great a movie. Yeah, Castaway. That's like that's. He, come on, he never speaks. Come on, that's dumb. I don't like that movie. Uh what else we got before we wrap segment one up here, David? I don't think there's anything else. I, I think it's time to rate this. Let's do and it. You're up. I certainly hope Liz can go into uh, Horrocks and bring me back some more because Microphone Solo, a double dry hopped India Pale Ale with extra hops from Elk Grove Village, Illinois, the Microphone Brewing Company. I'm giving it a 403 because it was actually an IPA at its roots in spectacular. I'm right along with you. I had it down as a 4.0. All right. So, yeah, I mean, are we in line with the folks at Untapped? You tell me. 3,000 voters. And we are. Actually liked it a little bit less than they did. They come in at 4.15. Nice. We're right there. Yeah, I mean, clearly, Microphone Solo is a quality IPA. Hey, all right, Dave. Second tasting. Gonna be interesting. Last week, episode 103, we had a Guinness, and then we brought back on repeat the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Peppermint. Yep. And this one is, well, it, it isn't, it, but it should be based on the label. Kind of a comparison to see where we draw from those two, and we really like those two from last week. Correct. Yeah. And it's weird because... Guinness was first, Kentucky Bourbon Rail was third, and this is second this week. Boy, it's almost like we planned that thing. Yeah, who's, to say, yeah, who's to say we didn't? <laughs> um, anyway, what we got is Polar Bear Kisses from Upland Brewing Company in Bloomington, Indiana. Comes in at a pot high, 11%, with 80 IBUs. So... 
Let's see how it stacks up against Guinness and Nick Witzke's most hated beer, the Kentucky I Peppermint. Don't, I don't understand how you can hate that. Yeah, he, you know, he, he, because he responded in. It, because they called him out on it last week, yeah. and he responded. He said, "I still, I still think that beer is lousy," and I'm like, "All right, it's good to know you listen." And by the way, I still haven't got the double thumbs up from Mary Ellen, so clearly she's way <laughs> behind. <laughs> oh, you're but gonna it, like the notes off of it's this. It's the same pour as the two from last week. Oh yeah. Oh mercy, that is a York peppermint patty in a cup. Wow! Cheers. Cheers. Closer to the Guinness than the than the Kentucky. I was gonna say just you only because the bourbon's hopping out on the finish. See, I think the mint's hopping out. You don't get any bourbon. Kick. Oh no, there's bourbon. I yeah. don't get a kick. I get a smooth bourbon, which is great for me because I don't like bourbon. Yeah. See episode 59 of Flights Football <laughs> and anything else. Also simulcast on Destination Bourbon. Um, but boy, I mean, I love my wife for a million reasons, but this one would make a million and one because she has picked two fantastic fucking beers right out the chute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll let this. We'll we'll get to the end of this and see if our, you know, our our opinions right now yep. are going to stick. Uh, so sports, smash room. Oh yeah, smash room. Yeah, that, that hey, that's, that's a, sport. a sport. That's a sport. Orion Sports. Orion. O R I O N. Yeah. In the Midland Mall. Take it away, Dave. So. Uh, I think it was Liz. Does, did Liz find this? Yes. Or, yes, she did. Wow, yep. she's got a bunch of winners going yeah, this week, doesn't yeah. she? She's the best. <laughs> the best, Jerry, the best. <laughs> but uh, she says, hey, there's this thing called a smash room up at uh, the Midland Mall. And so Dwayne and Tara are the owners and proprietors of this Orion Sports uh, up in the Midland Mall. And they've got what's called a smash room. So it is exactly what it seems. Uh, 10 bucks for 20 minutes. You put on a jumpsuit, safety goggles, and a shield. Yep. And gloves. Industrial gloves. Uh, and you go into this room and you're basically given what is obviously, uh, uh, uh rummage sale yeah. type stuff yep. that they've been able to get their hands on. Which by the way, and by, you know, I'm going to interrupt Dave here. Oh yeah. I forgot. And I brought this up to Liz. I said, like, you know, like, what if it's a Chicago Bears antique clock or something? I don't want. It. And Liz, like, well, I don't know, gee. And then I asked, the, I asked uh, Dwayne and Tara. I asked Tara that, and she said, "Well, you can smash it or you can take it home." We don't care. And she's like, "We don't care." I, I didn't see any Chicago Bear collectibles in our bucket, but Dave got himself a nice. Molson Canadian Molson Canadian Pilsner glass. Yeah, and it, you know <laughs> which he pre-potted with with his uh Christmas ale that we had last week from Atwater. So, that was one thing that didn't get smashed. But anyway, sorry yeah, to interrupt. Yeah, so um so it was a lot of fun. Um <laughs> Liz actually when the ladies got a chance to go in there, she teed off on a laptop. 
Yeah. They must have gotten a, a real cheap laptop. It, it, somebody either gave it to them or... or right. Well, or, actually, because yeah, there were three, because the girls had two, and then I had one in my bucket. And obviously, it, it, all the... Main components. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just the screen and the keyboard. Still looks like you're smashing oh, a laptop. Yeah. And, yeah, Liz went to work on that because... Oh, what a catch by George Kittle in overtime to give them 49ers. Probably a walk-off field goal here by Robbie Goal. Kittle's a stud. Anyway, um, but, yeah, back to that. Uh, and Yeah, because she's always had a computer. I mean, you know, she, including driving time, my wife works like 213 hours a week. And <laughs> when she gets True. home, she's on the computer working away. Right. So, it was, I mean, it yeah. looked like... You know, you could see she was dialed in, like, this is my work computer, and I'm yeah. fucking smashing the shit out of it. So so the listeners might be asking, too, like, what are you? how are you smashing it? So they've got a table in the middle of the room. And if you're an observer, you could be on the outside of the room. There's, a you know, like a little half-inch piece of plexiglass window that, you know, people can look in. But there's a table in the middle of the room, and on the side of the wall, there's a, um, what, what do you call it, like a, a, a tool hanger? Yeah. Like for your Well, shovels. it's actually a bat rack. Uh, yeah, you're 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 correct. It, it's a tool hanger, but I I it looked like a bat rack because sure. there was mostly bats in it. We got aluminum baseball yeah. bats. They had uh, you know one of those huge um, like a three inch crescent wrench, yep. um, hammers, uh, sledgehammers, regular hammers, and so um, you just basically want you know the rules are you can't throw anything up and hit it like a baseball. Right, it's got to be on the table. Uh, you can hit it off the table. They had a nice little yep. target bullseye on the wall. Uh, you could throw things, break them, whatever. It's just kind of like a release, you know? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. And then, if hey, if that doesn't sound fun for you, they, there is a laser tag, a couple of pool tables, and axe throwing. Axe throwing as now, well, yeah. The axe throwing has me intrigued because if it's like darts... And you, there's a score like darts. You can play crickets for points, and you got to get three twenties, nineteens, eighteens, seventeens, sixteens, fifteens, right? In bullseyes, and if you if you continue to throw those numbers before your opponent closes them, you can get points. Or you could play three oh one, four oh one, five oh one, whatever oh one, and just work your way down, right? If there are axe throwing games like that. I think that would be fun. Now, if there are no games structured as such, and Robbie Gold missed it! Oh, man. Unbelievable. Robbie Gold is a stud usually, and he missed it in overtime. We go to overtime in Cincinnati. Um, but anyway, I mean, just yeah. throwing an axe doesn't no, really do it for me. Were, if, yeah, yeah, they, could, they, they had they, bullseyes and numbers yeah, in them and stuff like the that. The bullseyes so. are five, and then the points decrease as you go out. And then in the upper right and left corner, probably what would it be two and ten o'clock? Sure, those were worth eight. So there's got to be some games yeah, well, yeah. If, for the experience. Yeah, if there's numbers, if, if there's numbers on the board, there's a game. Yeah. So and that to me would be fun. I mean, just simply throwing an axe would right. be like, yeah, I think yeah. you'd be bored silly after two sure. minutes. I'd be like, okay, yeah. whoop, 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 whoop. All right, I've thrown two axes and I'm done. But now if it's Big boy darts. Yeah, that would be something. Right. So well, and 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 Dwayne was saying the concept is this is like a Kokomo's for adults, because the laser tag is not kids' laser tag. It's actually 
I guess, and this was the first time I'd seen this, but they had, um, uh, the, the weapons were actual weight. Do you know what I mean? They were yeah. AKs and they had, actually they had a Gatling gun that you could rent. They had, um, like a, a, a sniper rifle or. Right. And she, and, and, uh. She kept saying that was overkill. It's like, well, does anybody... What do you mean by overkill? Isn't the point of a game to kill and win? So I, well, how could there be overkill? So reach right. out to us at the pod here and let us know how there's overkill. Because if, if I'm going into the laser tag, I want that big motherfucker. Ba-boom! Right. You know? Yeah, I so. know. And it's, it's the fun part of it, too. Because the actual... The Gatling gun actually rotates, spins, mm-hmm. makes the noise... It's it's super heavy, um, so you know yeah it was it was kind of cool. I really really like the concept that they've got going there, um, and honestly, if you just want to let off some steam and you got some, you, know, if, you if, don't want to break your own shit, yeah. go to Orion Sports and break their shit. And modestly priced, I mean, it would be one if they yeah. were asking like one hundred twenty five dollars or something, it'd be like oh god, this is real. It's ten bucks. I mean, ten bucks a person. But what can you do for ten? You can't do anything for ten bucks. <laughs> You can't. You, know you can't. A lot, a lot of times, you can't even go in and get two beers for ten bucks. Exactly. So, and it, it it's a wonderful use of a mall. Yeah. You know, because you go to the you know Fashion Square Mall and there's nothing there. Well, that I mean, I that actually, would actually be going there yesterday made me think. I think that's where the malls they're they're going to utilize those buildings because in a lot of places, I think out west, especially. Um, you're taking like a J.C. Penny gets made into a skate park, or if you've seen it on TV, have you seen it where they've taken those malls and they turn them into those? Um, the uh, oh, come on, Dawson, um, the little mini helicopters, helicopters, shit, come on, drones, oh, drone racing. Okay, they they drone racing in malls. Right, or, or you can do anything with the space, yeah. but yeah, because I mean, there's no business. But you're there, not so. gonna you're not gonna go to the mall in the future. I think the way this is going, you're not gonna go to the mall to buy goods and goods. Oh, no. It's gonna be an entertainment yeah. complex. Right. Basically, you know, you drop your kid off at the skate park. You might go and fly some drones in another part of the mall. In restaurants and bars, would all, you know, because like, hey, look at, hey, oh, you'd have to, you probably have you more. Your la- yeah, and you bars. got your laser tag there, right. and then. Adults go to the restaurant. Kids are at laser tag. Yeah. yeah so. Now it didn't look like um, it didn't look like Dwayne and Tara had um, a food or alcohol license yet. I don't. I have no idea what their plans are as far as that's concerned. But um, you know that that might be something in the future. Um, so, but I don't know how does that work with axe throwing. They well, you can at the at the place on Bay Road. I here think you can bring your own. That I don't know because I've never done it, so I'm not going to misspeak and put it on corrections corner. But right. yeah, I mean, it, it, but like anything, I mean, right? There's dart leagues and bars. I mean, in a dart, well, I think is, a dart a sharp, is a sharp. It is a sharp object, but it's not an axe. It's not an axe, but I'll put, <laughs> let me put a dart in your eyeball. See how you feel. Sure. Yeah. Um. All right. So. But anyway, thanks a lot. That was Orion Sports in uh, in the Midland Mall. Yeah, the Midland Check Mall. Check it out. Yep, fun. And the Midland Mall Barnes and Noble is, I think, better than the Barnes and Noble on Bay Road. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said. No, you Ted said you, Yeah, you, yeah, you, Bay you Road said, you said the Barnes and Noble there was a better it, it, layout. Yeah, better layout. There's more of the good things and Stuff. less of the bad things. Yeah. Uh, and by bad things, I mean book. Although, by the way, <laughs> I did start reading. 
And yes, I said it. What? I said I, I did say I started reading. Oh my god. Wait a minute. I started reading a Christmas Carol by Sorry. Charles Dickens. Sorry, Mike, stop on I'm, Apple Books. I'm I'm having palpitations or something right now. I don't I don't know what's going on. Did you say you were reading? Yes. On Apple Books. Alright. On the iPad that we purchased for twenty five dollars through school when Nick graduated. Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. I got to like page 23, and then they wanted me to fucking pay for it. I'm like, fuck you. I know how this fucker ends. I ain't reading anymore. But it was it was weird. I mean, I was actually reading, and then uh, my stepfather, Bill, re-upped his subscription to Sports Illustrated because if he can get a year for like nine bucks, he'll always get it. Yeah. And it's not weekly like it used to be. But Sports Illustrated, there is some wonderful writing, and I have been, re- you know, so he reads it, gives it to me, and then I read it. So I've actually been doing some reading. So <laughs> who knows? It might be subtitles next for me, buddy. <laughs> Cats and dogs are going to start living together. Um. All right, so sports. Yeah. So sports. Uh, Bryce Young, Heisman Trophy winner. I think a foregone conclusion. Yeah. Although... With Aiden Hutchinson being second, as I mentioned in the corrections corner, I'm not going to say I saw that coming, but what I am going to say is I consider myself a fashion plate, and I thought Bryce Young, whoever dressed Bryce Young for the Heisman, (laughs) he he looked like a, you know, clown might be an over, a little bit dramatic on my part, but... The the chain over the turtleneck. I think if he would have not had the chain, I think well, it would have looked great. I, didn't, I, didn't, look great. I didn't like the tennis shoes with the high pants, although but Josh went, yeah, it ain't a thing. It's fucking dumb. It, it was like, <laughs> hey, the, hey when, you were, when you were, when you were, when your shit was high, it used to be said, hey, the floods, order, the floods over the mud's dry. Why are you wearing your pants so high? You don't fucking wear shit to show halfway up your fucking chin. Did you ever peg your pants in the 80s? Late 80s? Peg means cuff them? Well, you know, you you you, yeah, you, you, you folded them over and yeah, then started you, rolling them so they were tapered right to your ankle. Not to my ankle. I To put them up to the tongue of my shoe. All right, well, whatever. Or my dingo boots. You know, you cuffed them there. Oh, I thought you were going to say your dingo berries. No, I, oh. I wonder if I... I think I might have my dingo boots. Still. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. But anyway, all right, let's get to the end of... Oh, and who won... Navy won the Army-Navy game, right? I believe so. Um, never, well, I, I want to say one thing about college football. I just want to ask you a question. Yeah. Are they going to start calling it instead of the, you know, they kind of, on ESPN, they call it the coach carousel, but are they going to start calling it the college coach portal? This coach is going to enter the portal. because, And I want to just, like, Oklahoma, did you see what um, uh, Lincoln Riley, what that did to Oklahoma's um, uh, recruit rating? But well, they uh, ESPN had Oklahoma as like number four right. in the country, right? Their recruit ranking, that is, and then so he skips over to USC, right? And then right. all of a sudden they get all these defections, all these kids bailing, and then Oklahoma goes off the grid. They're not even in the top ten, right? Well, 
And see, and that's why I don't understand why everybody has a problem with like what uh, the former Notre Dame coach. What's his name? Kelly. Was it Kelly? No, 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 no. no. Um, he was a former Notre Dame coach, but not the current. <laughs> not <Notre> the current. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit. Yeah. What? Anyway. Oh, he had an obligation to these kids. They're like, well, what about the the image likeness and name, image, and likeness guy yeah. from Texas who took that million dollars for go his senior year, his senior year, went to Ohio State, played two plays, and now is transferring into the portal. So there's no allegiance with the players, and. Oh, you, they're ma- they're making it. This is business now, right? Yeah, straight up. It, it, business is business, so fuck everybody else. That's the way you got to look at it, I guess. I, um, yeah. All right, moving on. And if uh, so, yeah, so Bryce Young, the Heisman, Navy wins the Army Navy game, and then NFL this week. My big takeaway from the week. And for our listeners who listen to the CBS post game with Phil Sims and Bill Cower, I do not want you to think I plagiarized, although I think plagiarized is in writing. This is not writing, but and my uh, sometime listener at the Fishman Eight can attest to this because I told him this at. Beefo Brady's last Thursday. Browns are playing the Ravens in Cleveland. It's 24 to 9. Cleveland. The Ravens score a touchdown. Makes it 24 15. Right. That's nine points. Correct. No. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Kick the extra point, makes it 24-16. You're down eight. You can play your offense. You can do whatever you got to do. Right. You score a touchdown, then you go for two to tie the game, force it in overtime. Correct. Down 15, kick down by eight. Time and time again, and this time was no exception for John Harbaugh, he goes for two and misses. Now it's 24-15. You're down by nine. You need two scores. I do not understand it. I don't give a fuck what your chart says. I know baseball, football, basketball, hockey, tennis, masturbation, whatever, is all analytical this, these days. But you cannot tell me any reason that makes any sense why you go for two down by nine. Kick your extra point. And then, I mean, because there was nine minutes left in this game. There were nine minutes left in the game. And it was, you know, yeah. hey, let's kick the extra point. We'll go, you know, we'll go down eight. Nine minutes to go. Hey, who knows? You know, if it's fourth and eight. Right. We don't necessarily have to go for it because we're down by two scores. We can punt it, use our timeouts, whatever, whatever. But the chart says, well, the, the chart's wrong. 
I don't give a, I don't give, I don't care how much you believe in analytics, how much you'll challenge me on. Well, the percentages are sick, bullshit. Kick your extra point, get to with in one possession, and let the fucking game play out the way it is. Because you know what happened? Baltimore scored late. Right. Well, and they lost 24 22 because there was nothing they could do because. Yeah. They had missed their extra point. Right. So I do not understand that analytic chart win and when not to go for two. You know, I mean, it worked out for uh, what was the early game we were watching? I was, oh, the Cowboys. They're up 3 nothing. scored a touchdown. They're up 9 nothing, and they went for two. I don't, I don't, other than for the sheer fact of, hey, well, let's go for, hey, fuck it, let's go for two. In, in the Cowboys' case, they made it, so they were up 11 nothing, hung on to win 27-20, whatever. But, and I told this to at the Fishman 8, at Beefo Brady's, because even Bill Cowher said, I know you have your charge, but you got to trust your gut, and it made no sense to go for that. So, and I'm not just stealing these guys' thought, because I, I've... You've said this before. Yeah, yeah when they went for it, it's like, why, why are the Ravens going for two here? It makes no sense. Yeah. Make it 24-16. Right. Boom. One score game. Let's fucking nut up and let's go. The only time it makes sense, and maybe they maybe they messed it up. The only time it makes sense is when if you can get the two, then it means if you get the next score, you win instead of tie. Right. But maybe he's I don't know. Maybe and they, if I had maybe a 13 they can't inch do... cock, I'd be in porn. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm just saying. Maybe they're on the sideline, and, and there were several right. people that couldn't do math. I, I, I yeah, and I agree, and I, I I appreciate you're just playing devil's advocate. I get it, and, and you because I think I think by and large you agree with me. Oh yeah, for sure. And, yeah. But yeah, so but those are all bad arguments. Like, well, if yeah, you know, if I was seven three, I'd have probably been an NBA Hall of Famer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I mean. So, to, right. you know, it's just, yeah. it's just, and these guys are making big money. It's easy to be the armchair quarterback, but stuff like that, it's not even armchair quarterbacks. Like, what are you doing? You have the best kicker in the world in Justin Tucker. Kick the extra point is 24-16, nine minutes to go in the game, fucking play ball. Right. Because they ended up scoring again. <laughs> right. That would have made it 24-23. Yeah. Or, and- no. Yeah. 24 16, 24. No, it would have made it 24 22. Now you go for for your two. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and you, hey, and if you miss it, hey, say la vie, as the French would say. Exactly. You know, but it it, it just, it makes no sense when they they do the, and they're, he, John Harbaugh makes a nice living. Yeah, he does. For sure. And, And he's a good coach. Yeah. But, it could be a it could be a Harbaugh gene because sometimes his brother sometimes it's like he does some head scratcher stuff. Know what I mean? It must be the Harbaugh gene then. So, oh, and you sit out in a you know you talk about the proverbial kiss of death. <laughs> yeah, you know you sent out an email how uh, Amanda Nunes Amanda Nunes. So, it's like the, the Michael Jordan, the Wayne Gretzky. Well, no, ESPN the, did a did a little expose on her and like 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 propped her up, like compared Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, um, I don't know, Iserman or whoever else, 
you know, uh, won this many titles in, in their sport and, you know, had stats that blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and it just, she's the best ever. And then what happened? She got beat. <laughs> she, she got her bike Submit, kicked. She submitted. <laughs> she got, she had to tap out. So, uh, yeah, that, that was, was uh, UFC 269. I believe so. Yeah. But, uh, but that was the kiss of death. It's kind of like the commentators, kids up to a free throw, you know, shooting free throws. Yeah, this kid hasn't missed in three weeks. And then he misses. Yeah. (laughs) Absolute kiss of death. Uh, And then uh, Dustin Poyer lost. Is it Poyer or Poyer? I like going Poyer. Okay. Because I had a Brett Poyer that merchandised for me. Okay. And it was spelled the same way. So we're going gotcha. to call him Dustin Poirier. All right. I Poirier. guess it depends if you're Poirier. French or not, right? Ah, fuck the French. <laughs> Although Paris is the greatest city Liz and I have ever been to. That's what we've heard. Love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. I'm hoping Italy can trump it because I may not come back. <laughs> and this will just be a, this will be a FaceTime only pod <laughs> because I'll be in Italy. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I'm hey, look, I'm it's look, like football and anything else. This is Dave coming at you because Mike's no longer in the country. I'm look. I'm looking to be like like a second lieutenant in the Gambino family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that or your uh, serving communion for the Pope, right? Exactly. All right, ready to rate this? Yes, I am. And it looks like my oldest son Justin's team is about ready to lose in overtime, twenty six twenty three, as it's first and goal from the one yard line. Um, you're first though, bro. Mm. Taking my last pull off of that one. Um, so in the world of chocolate peppermint stouts. I'm going to just, I'm going to, in my head, I'm going to compare this to the Kentucky bourbon, um, the Kentucky bourbon peppermint porter from Lexington, Lexington Brewery, excuse me, and the Guinness chocolate peppermint, or excuse me, chocolate mint uh, stout. I think I want to go back to, what the hell did I rate those? Is that uh, fair to go back and check that? Oh, the, you the, you pulled it out right yeah, now. Yeah, the chocolate mint you rated a four twenty. Okay. And well, actually, you and you rated the Kentucky bourbon barrel a four twenty. Oh yeah, because I asked for permission you like to, to smoke weed. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> four twenty. Oh, all right. But a bunch. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go four point. I'm gonna go four. Did I like it more than that though? And by the way, I already have my rating. I'm a four point one. Oh, you fucker. Because I already got my shit written down, as you see. Oh, I beat you by one. I, I A tenth? By, I beat you by one. Oh, five. 4.11. Oh, shit. I'm looking at that. All right. Sorry. Yeah. You beat me by a hundredth. All right. That's fine. Yep. And I, I, and I had my rating. I think rating. you did actually like it a little better than I yep. did on the, on the start as well. And, boy, two wonderful beers. I liked it a little. Uh, microphones, I mean, they're two totally different beers. Totally different. I loved them both. Liked the Polar Bear Kisses a little more. So I went 4.11. And I had that written down before Dave said 4.10. Facts. So uh, not as many check-ins as Microphone Solo, but with 1.1, you know, so basically 1,100 check-ins. 
Uh, the untapped folks have it at 3.88. So we were just below the untapped folks for microphone. We're just above the untapped folks for polar bear kisses, but I certainly hope our third tasting lives up to the billing of our first two. All right, a lot of pressure on the third tasting, Dave, because... Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, a couple of bangers in the first two, so there's a lot of pressure on our third tasting. And our third tasting is Chief Okamas Dippa from Complexity City, Complexity City Brewing Company in Portland, Michigan. For a third tasting, I think you did excellent on that pronunciation because <laughs> that's not easy. I was looking yeah. at that. Yeah. Um, and what we have here, the Chief Okamas, by the way, is an ode to our local famous Ojibwe Indian chief who served his people well. As Chief Okamas was the chief of his people, this is the chief of our beers, the strongest in alcohol content and bitterness. Comes in at 9%. And for the listeners, like, I thought the last one was 11. Well, it this, was. This is from Complexity's strongest alcohol content. Okay. And the IBUs or bitterness is at an eye popping, which makes it very interesting for us to try. 137. Oh my God. Yeah, Dave, we have not had, we may have had a triple digit not too long ago, but 137 <laughs> is eye-popping. So, without further ado, you know, Chief Okamas looks almost looks like a woman behind that tombstone, don't you think, on the can? Nah, I don't know. Not Sort of, kind of, not really. And if I had better eyesight, there's a long, there's a lengthier... Um, it says something. I was reading it while you was, while you was, <laughs> while you were, while you was talking. So anyway, yeah, I was reading it while you were reading the other one. So it's similar. Very similar. Okay. So now, obviously, lighter than the polar bear kisses, darker than the microphone solo. Cheers. Cheers. Not too strong a note. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's not bitter at all, though, is no, it? No, it's not. Yeah, so... I mean, maybe... Okay, it's the third tasting, so maybe the taste buds are deadened a little bit, but... I mean, I'm not... Yeah, no. It's rich, and there's good flavors there, but yeah. that's not bitter. No. I don't know where the 137 is coming from. Like, True for Madness, that was bitter. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I didn't know Buffalo Tampa Bay went to overtime and then Brady just hit some number 16 for the winner. You couldn't throw it to fucking Chris Godwin and give me a fucking bone, Brady? For fuck's sakes, man. Who in number 16? Fucking Godwin has 98 receptions every fucking week and never scores a touchdown. Unbelievable. But yeah, the Buccaneers winning overtime. The uh, 49ers winning overtime. I mean, fuck all of you guys. And, I, and the Packers will beat the Bears by 133. 
That's for you, Grant Davis, if you still listen to the pod. Grant used to be my planner. Grant was the best planner we had. Yeah. And then he went on to bigger and better things, and he's a Packer fan, and he's going to have the last lap tonight. So, anyway, uh, what do you got, Dave? All right, so I got a couple questions for you. Boom. Shoot. All right. Who's the fastest athlete in the world? And keep in mind when I'm asking this question, I'm saying any athlete, any sport. So, like, race car driving is a sport, right? Oh, so you're going to... Michael Strahan. Nope. Who's the fastest athlete? There's a male and a female. You're not going to guess it. You want me to tell you? Yeah, go ahead. Kyle LaPrice. Yep. And Maxine Tate. Those are the two fastest humans on the planet as far as how fast they have gone, you know, outside of Michael Strahan being in a rocket. Oh, so you you said how fast they've gone. Well, how fast are they then? Okay, so what you know what they do? No, no. Clue. So they jump out of an airplane at thirteen thousand feet. Oh, okay. Then then I'm I'm going to challenge you on that right now. <laughs> they're they're fucking eight. Michael Strahan was going twenty five hundred miles an hour yesterday. Right. I fucking saw it with my own two eyes. Right. But is that an athletic endeavor? Well, is that jumping out of an airplane not an athletic endeavor? Uh, does it does it involve some physicality, some no. training, some? I'm sure Michael Strahan had to do some training. Uh, you might have a point. And he was going 2,700 miles an hour. <laughs> That's true. But he was also aided by. Well, I guess the race car drivers are aided by a machine, aren't they? And they're aided by the fact they're in a plane because otherwise well, they, they could. Well, I mean, the fact that they're going that fast isn't aided by a plane. Well, I guess. They had to be in a plane in order to get to that height. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's a it was a pretty cool article. So, it, uh, you know, normally, you know, when skydivers are have their like, you know, their body out and their their hands out here yeah. and their legs out here and they're they're parallel to the Earth's surface, yeah. uh, these people get pointed straight down, and they just try to get going as fast as they can, heading you know straight to the Earth. So he got going 318.74 miles per hour. Uh, and Maxine Tate, uh, 285.27 miles per hour. Now, if that wasn't enough, Kyle, he wanted to see, like, do you know the uh, the wingsuits? Have you seen those? Yes. Okay. So he wanted to see how far he could fly in a wingsuit from the point that he had gotten dropped. And so in a wingsuit, he is apparently flown the farthest linearly across the planet 19 miles in a wingsuit nice yeah which is kind of like if you think that you know uh, that's that's quite a ways now if now when you do that stuff yeah to circle back to a previous pod sure and when something runs amok with this and this guy or gal dies sure is should we mourn no, we should celebrate their life and their their. Yeah, yeah because it's like, yeah. well, you got what you got. You know, when you're <laughs> right. when you're fucking jumping out of planes and trying to go that fast, you yeah, you know, you know if you run into something oh, figuratively, yeah. figuratively and literally, yeah, yeah, then yeah. you get what you get. Oh, and it happens. Yep. There were some, uh, you know, some stunt jumpers that were doing the wingsuit thing. They were trying to uh, fly through. Uh, 
the the rock arches or they were trying to fly you know how they yeah. on the wingsuits they try to hug the ah. the side of the mountain because that's yeah. where the uplift draft is and keeps them going farther etc cetera, etc cetera. i think there's i think about every two or three years there's somebody that meets the side of the mountain doing that kind of thing so yeah it's it's pretty risky it's pretty dangerous it's kind of cool to watch though sure my second question all right rip it do you know that there's a religion that says you can't drink coffee or tea? No, I don't. Our friends, the Mormons. Really? Yeah. Did you know that? No alcohol, no tobacco, but no coffee, mul- but no have, tea. You can have multiple wives, though. Uh, is that Mormons? I don't know if that's Mormons. I don't think yeah, isn't it? I don't think so. Who, uh, what religion allows multiple wives? I don't know. Well, we're going to have to fact check that. Um, I think it is. I think it is. You think Mormon, it's and there's no, if you can't have coffee, it's not a religion. That's, that's fact. <laughs> that's phony. That's phony news, and it's not a religion. I mean, there's no. I mean, what, now hopefully, you've deep dived into the reasoning behind. I have. It. Okay, thank you. I have Rip actually. I have fact checked this. Let me hear the reasoning behind I was it because not... it's fucking asinine. <laughs> and I'll debunk that religion with my. Okay. Debunking religion okay. abilities. All right, and I knew you would debunk it, so I might well, have yeah, a, I might have a I might have a, a, a reply right. to that. So anyway, 1833 Mormon prophet Joseph Smith. All right. Yep, Joe Smith received Joe. insight from God about a number of issues on health, diet, and the way to live um, uh, correctly. I think that's the way I read it. The way to live correctly. And I fact check a couple of different sources, so I think this is somewhat valid. So Joseph Smith said that the the words of wisdom that they call them, that he received from God, said that anything in excess, so alcohol, tobacco, anything that, that takes you out of your normal state of mind, caffeine falls into the same category. So excessive amounts of caffeine are also forbidden in the Mormon religion. Now, here's the conundrum. Out of that, apparently, it's a little bit of a gray area if you can have soda, right? So now, these soda shops are popping up all over the Mountain West, particularly in the Utah area. One of them is called Swig. Okay. All right. A little Swig. A little Swig. Uh, Swig, Fizz, there's a couple different soda shops. Apparently, these are all the rage for a lot of the Mormons who apparently aren't supposed to have, quote-unquote, excessive amounts of caffeine, but a little caffeine is okay. No, it seems too flippy-floppy for me, Dave. <laughs> right. So then so then my rebuttal is, for anybody else, is like, ah, that's bullshit, whatever. Um, you know... I'm not the best Lutheran in the world. I don't know how how closely closely you follow your Catholicism. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know what I mean. It's like you know, there's always that gray area. Yeah. Well, to answer your question, not real close. <laughs> I mean, it's like kind of a fly by night. It's like, well, oh, this this works for me, but I mean, this not so much. And, like, if I was a Mormon, it'd be like, well, probably going to do the caffeine, I mean, and the multiple wives. But, you know, 
Right. I, you know, I, I right. won't. You know, hey, I'll give up tobacco. I hear you. I'm willing. I'm willing to, you know, accept sure. the fate a little bit. So I'll give up tobacco. Right. But I'm fucking drinking caffeine. Right. That, that's silliness. No, because there's no way in the world that anybody well, is offended with caffeine. I mean, that's just crazy. Well, it's Coo-coo. not being offended. Uh, they're just they're just trying to uh, live. Whoop. <laughs> oh, we're a little preemptive for the, our listening audience, but um, it's it's what? I, I yeah, I don't know, Dave. Yeah, I you allow multiple marriages, but you can't drink coffee. That just seems <laughs> weird to me. Right. So, and did you fact check that or not? Did you have time? Uh, the multiple marriages? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. it it's just like anything in religion. It's like, yeah, well, you know, it's not really condone is not really accepted you know a little fine line borderline bullshit yeah basically religion in a nutshell <laughs> all right so i mean yeah I don't, what about the tea thing you can't have tea well it's different coffee or tea who cares well true i guess so, so. all right so there, are there any brits that are mormon probably not yeah, that or is it, or is, or is the only Mormon population out in the Utah area? Yeah, I, have, I don't know. I don't know where the Mormons live. I don't associate with Mormons. I don't know the Mormons. I don't subscribe to their theories. All right. Although the multiple wives one is kind of like, hey, it might be a game changer. I mean, it's like, it's like, well, I mean, how many wives do you need, Mike? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, fundamental. Uh, Fundamentalist Mormon continued to practice polygamy. Well, there you go. Multiple wives should be, they must figure, hey, if you're fucking multiple women, you don't need the caffeine because you're doing fine on your own. That's the (laughs) only thing I can figure. So it must be conservative Mormonism doesn't allow it. Because there's a show, there's like, you know, the Housewives of Orange County and the Housewives of whatever, Housewives of whatever county there is in New York or whatever, yeah. New York County. Um, there's a Housewives of whatever county it is in Utah, and they're all Mormons. Right. You know, and I only know that not because I watched the show, but, but because my better half has watched it, and I've kind of eavesdropped on it a little bit. But it's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a, it's not a thing, so. All right, well, so. Um, yes. So, yeah, so, I mean, the Mormon stuff, we're going to kibosh it. You know, if hey, drink your caffeine, dot your I's, cross your T's. Is it that time already, Mike? It is. Okay. And I'm going to let you start because I've got a lot of them to rip through. All right. I've got one. All right. Rip it. All right. My fuck you for this week is the Scotch Tape people. I spent all weekend wrapping gifts. Yes. And the little serrated edge on the edge of the tape, it's not very sharp anymore. I can't tell you how many times I went to go rip that tape off 
and I end up ripping off 10 inches because it it just wouldn't. And or I, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ripped off a Ron Jeremy. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> so it was so frustrating because you, you, then you're sitting there. Think about it. I mean, I don't know how much gift wrapping you do and your None. family. Okay. Liz, <laughs> all right. does, Liz does it all in this room. Fuck, she even provides the beer for the podcast. I do nothing in this relationship because I'm married so, to a wonderful person. So anyway, Shelly and I are wrapping gifts and I'm trying to, I'm trying to rock and roll as fast as I can. And I'm trying to, you know, get these small pieces and, you know, it's, now I got 10 inches of tape and it's all wound around my finger and I got to, it's like taking, you know, like that really nasty booger off your finger. You know, you just, you're trying to yeah. like get it off and you can't quite get it to get off. my. So anyway. But wait, side note to that, continue to roll, <laughs> continue to roll. And then it gets into almost like a glue like ball and then you can flick. <laughs> Thanks Mike. Yep, you Appreciate that. Proceed. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, I, I mean, I, I bet you. The fuck you is about the, the, the scotch tape people. And somebody probably bitched at one point that it was too sharp. And they right. cut their thumb and oh. wham, wham, wham. Oh, my thumb hurt. Yep. Oh, you, it cut my thumb. You shouldn't make them so sharp. And so they went, okay, we won't make them very sharp. We'll, like, we'll, we'll make them round. You know what I mean? We'll just make it that much harder to tear off a piece of tape. Right. Well, I mean, it goes along with the uh, whiteout. The whiteout pad with liquid where you could easily fucking hide mistakes. But, oh, no, somebody sniffed that. Why were you fucking sniffing that? That's not what it's for. You deserve to die. I don't want that fucking, because your fucking little uh, tape whiteout is garbage. It doesn't work. Bring back my liquid whiteout. And if you snort it, that's your business. If you die because you snort the whiteout, that's your business. That w- fucking tape whiteout is garbage. Oh, Because yeah. then all you got to do is scratch oh. your fingernail. I mean, you could scratch your fingernail off the, the liquid shit, too, but that's not the point. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. No, I, I understand. Yeah, so that's my FU for this week. All right. I'm going to give you two. I have one that happened today, and it's a minor one because my team is so bad. If you're, my fuck you is to the Yahoo Fantasy Sports, and if you you have a life and death decision to make with Yahoo Fantasy Sports, or life or death with uh, fantasy football, do not trust Yahoo Fantasy fucking sports. Um, as the listeners know, my fucking fantasy season been absolutely fucking atrocious. And week 14 is no fucking different. I mean, it's just absolutely horrible. Um, but, you know, it's like I, I like to represent the league and I'm going to fucking start a starting lineup. And yeah. if it means I got to spend $5... To have an active fucking player in my lineup and waste fucking money, I'm going to do By God, I'm going to do it. Right. For the integrity of the league, goddammit. So, it's like, all right. So, I have three running backs on my team. Miles Sanders on a bye. Uh, Elijah Mitchell 
out with sand in the vagina or or a concussion, whatever. <laughs> same same thing. And my third running back is Zach Moth, who by the way was ruled out. So I had no running back. But anyway, I didn't know Zach Moss was ruled out because he's a four o'clock game, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pick up one player. And it's like, you know what? All right, Swift is out for the Lions, and Williams is out for the Lions. So who's going to be the running back for the Lions? So I, I start researching it. And they said, well, Jameer Jefferson is in line for early down carries. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. You know, it's only $5. He should be the, the guy that gets the carries. Yahoo said so. Right. I spend $5, Jameer Jameer Jefferson for the Lions. I'm not even sure the fucking guy saw the field. So, Yahoo, fuck you. My more importantly fuck you is this. It's like, all right, and I hope I can do this what it truly deserved because when it happened, I my <laughs> yeah. fucking chest hurt so bad I thought I was going to die. I was so fucking pissed. So, put yourself in the... For the listeners out there familiar with the Saginaw region, you're on the state and center, and there's a McDonald's there. Right. Probably now, the most congested McDonald's on the planet. Yes. Yeah. Well, next to the West Branch. Yeah. Oh, West so, Branch? You serious? Yeah, next to 212. That, that fucking McDonald's is a zoo. Um, <laughs> so anyway, now go north, south. Well, go east, and there's a Burger King and the Tim Hortons, and you can yeah. exit, it, and it's actually a, a, one of those laboratories. You can exit through Burger King or Tim Hortons that way, Yep. and I always put my turn signal on left to head south on center. Now... Anybody who can fucking read, and although I don't think signs in private areas are uh, subject to law, if you're in McDonald's parking lot and you're on the center road side, yeah, it oh, says a, no left turn. Yeah, that's a cluster. It says no left turn. And the fucking... Exit even curves to the south. Right. To the right. Correct. Yep. So, I'm watching. And I got my turn signal on. I'm coming out of Tim Hortons. I'm watching. I'm looking. I'm like, I, okay. I can get out. I get out and I see somebody's like, you know what? I'm turning north. And it's like, all right. I've got this, you know, because I've got, I'm I'm in the one lane. There's two, there, it's yeah, a there's five two, lane. Yeah, with there's the turn five lane. lane and yeah. I'm in the second lane, not the turn lane. Right. And this person gets out. Now he's blocking southbound traffic. He's an old guy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I, I'm thinking to myself, well, you're, you're not supposed to be turning left there, but you got the, you got, you can do it. Do it. Shit or get off the fucking pot, dude. And he stops. So I'm like, 
you know, I checked my side view, my rear view. I was like, all right, well, I'm getting around him because I'm letting him fend for himself. And as I go out to get around him, he starts going. And I see him start going, so I stop and he gets around me. And he starts fucking jaw-jacking with me. And I fucking blew a fucking gasket. I, I This fucking fuck you will not do it justice. I was so fucking... I start fucking pointing. And I, I'm fucking pointing like this. Like, you motherfucker, you can't turn left here. And I, I, I wanted to fucking turn around and kill that fucking old guy. And all I said was like, just go home and fucking die, you prick. Because it was, I was so fucking mad, Dave. It's like, you know, he's thinking he's fucking privileged. It's like, okay, you fucking inconvenienced everybody here. Fucking go! Yeah. Keep fucking going. Don't fucking stop in front of me. And then when I try to go around you, you're going to fucking point your finger at me, you old motherfucker. Go home and die. You're on the fucking, you're not even on the back nine. You're in the clubhouse. And you're fucking naked after a shower. That's how fucking close to death you are. And you're going to fucking bust my balls. Fucking learn how to drive. It said no left turn when you fucking came out of that parking lot. Woo! Where's the Tylenol? And this isn't... And I wasn't even... I was more mad than this when it happened. I I fucking wanted to stop that car and turn around and go back and fucking stab him in the head. It, it, don't fucking point your finger at me when I'm not in the wrong. If I fuck up, hey, I'll be like, hey, my bad. Hey, my bad, bro. I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you're not even fucking supposed to turn left out of there. And when everybody gave you the green light to turn left, you're going to fucking stop and block traffic and fucking point your finger at me when I'm trying to get around you? Fuck you. How old was this guy? 73 minimum. Okay. Fuck him. Whew. Yeah, that's one of the bigger FUs of all time because I was so fu- I was fucking more mad then than I am right now. Because it was fucking... And he, because he had the audacity to look at me and run him out fuck you. Oh, I wanted... I just... I can't just, believe you didn't get this out when season, we were in the smash room. Season one, Yellowstone, uh, the younger boy that was married to the Indian... When the drifter came up and wanted money, he said, hey, I'll fill your gas tank up. And he says, well, I just want money. And then he fucking just fucking, fucking put the fist to him. That's what I wanted to do with this old dude. He was fucking pissed me off that much. Like, hey, you don't know how to drive. You can't fucking follow the rules. And you're going to fucking yell at me. Fuck you. The biggest fuck you. The last episode of season two, 104 of Flight Football and anything else, the biggest fuck you of all time goes, that motherfucker, he should have went home, and I and I hope he went home and went and died. Oh, wow. <sighs> I'm exhausted from that, and I didn't say a word. That was cathartic. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm much better now, because it was it really, it, you know... Like I said, I was angrier then than I am now. Well, I don't even know how you sat down for this pod if you were that angry at that point. (sighs) Whew! Wow, my heart rate's got to come down. I was so I was so angry on that. uh, The Bears were driving, and now it's a commercial break, so they must have fucked up somehow. Anyway. (laughs) I believe it's your turn for the random question, Dave. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I can follow that. All right. Anyway. So, Mike, random question. Ready? Mm-hmm. 
What are your three top quotes that you live by or that help you uh, get through life or motivate you or not movie quotes, not, you know what I mean? Right. I guess that could be a movie quote if it was like of a serious nature and not a- something. Applicable. Yeah. No, I got you. Yeah. So am I giving all three or are we going to go? No, we'll go back and forth. You can give me your first and then I'll give you my first. Are we going three to one or one to three? Uh, Let's go three to one. All right. Uh, that, that's going to be tough because I. No, let's go one to three. Never mind. It's the way I got it ordered on my sheet. So one to three. The best one and then, uh, the, then the least important. My number one quote or, you know, saying, if you will. <laughs> sorry yeah sorry oh robert quinn gave the old discount double check <laughs> that's, so, that's no, good sorry to the listeners but you know it's the bears versus the the packers yeah. and on sunday night football so we can't not have it on and that's uh i think that could come so, on come back to haunt the bears but i give Rob, i give robert quinn a little <laughs> Give him a little, give him a little prop, a little fuck Oh, you, you gotta look that. that you gotta that look was that his up. Own fuck you. Yeah, you gotta look that up on YouTube. That's gonna be um, awesome. Uh, but anyway, so I, my number one <laughs> quote that I would like to live live by, learn from, whatever is, it's not the size of the dog in the fight; it's the size of the fight in the dog. And how I use that in day to day life is not not you know not a l- l- legit fight, obviously because I'm not a fighter. Fuck, I had like you know two fights in sixth. Right. Well, no fights in sixth grade. Two fights up to sixth grade. Um, but what it I'm what sure I they ta- were epic. Yeah. Oh, they were. <laughs> what it ta- what I take from that is like, hey, it's like, hey, it's. Doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing, how it goes. You can overcome anything. Just keep digging along and getting after it, and it'll happen your way. So it's not it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Well, and that's probably going to be a common theme between mine as well. And we didn't share these beforehand, just so everybody knows. Uh, mine is don't wish for it, work for it. Pretty self-explanatory. No. Don't just sit there and wish. Oh, I wish I would have done this. Oh, I wish I w- I wish I could do this, or I wish I could do that. You know, and just do it. You know. My num- my What's number two. My number two is one in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. Obviously, you know, self-explanatory is like all right. So, you know, yeah, I got ten guaranteed. I'm gonna take it. Take my ten. That's better than. All right, well, I could get 20, but if things don't work out well, I don't get anything. So I, I'm taking my 10. Right. And I'm moving out. So one in the hand. So minimal it, minimal risk kind of a person. Or at least marginal risk yeah. kind of a person. Got it. All right, my number two. Don't be afraid to fail. Be afraid not to try. Don't be afraid to fail. Be afraid not to try. I've had several instances in my life where I've had some opportunities and I bailed. I bailed. I was afraid. I was afraid to fail. Uh, Well, what if I put some effort into this and it doesn't work out? You know what I mean? I got you. Yeah. And so 
you know, kind of, there, I mean, there's not a, I mean, my life is good. Don't get me wrong. But there's kind of like, well, God, you know, I had those opportunities. What if I would have done this? What if I, what if I wouldn't have been a, you know, afraid to, afraid to try? So. I like it. Yeah. What's your number three? Um, I don't think I have three other, and I got to put some levity on the situation. Is I'm going with. Um, yeah. Uh, well, fuck. Uh, not John Bender. Um, <laughs> Come on. Uh, the guy from Fast Times for Rizma High. Oh, Jesus. And the quote is You don't care whether she comes, stays, lays, or prays. Whatever happens, your toes are still happening. Your stoves are still tapping, and when you got that, then you got the attitude. Mike Damone. Mike Damone. Fast <laughs> and, times. You know, so, now obviously it's not a real quote, but again, it goes along with the the, the thinking theme. of the four yeah. uh, quotes that we have had, and it's like, okay, hey, sometimes you just shoot for the stars, let it rip, Yep. and yeah. See, See what, what happens. happens. Exactly. All right, so it's kind of funny that you said you're bringing a little levity to the last one, because I did as well, but I actually use this quote quite a bit. Don't eat yellow snow. Okay. And basically what, for me, you know, if somebody says, hey, Dave, what do you think about this? Or, you know, hey, what kind of advice can you give give me about this, that, or the other thing? I say, well, don't eat yellow snow. And it basically says, like, don't do dumb stuff. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like if it's obvious, just don't be a schmuck. You know, if it if it doesn't look like it's a good deal, if it doesn't look like you should do that, or if you don't think you should do that, fucking don't do that. That's uh, that's solid. That's solid thinking. <laughs> solid advice for any of our young listeners, right? Uh, especially shout out to Nick Malinato, who's been contemplating starting his own podcast. Know he listens to ours. Yeah, and Nick. Get her started. Grip it and rip it, bro. Absolutely. Dave and I, Dave and I will come on your pod. Absolutely. Um, and I had one slipped yeah. in my head. And... <laughs> it just can't. So, hey, but I think the random question boiled down to. Yes. Basically, hey, you see it, take it. Yeah. Strive for it. Don't be a pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, are we ready to rate this? That we are, Dave. All right, you're first. And, boy, Chief Okamas ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah, I did. Because on any other night, Chief Okamas would probably get a much higher rating from me. Yeah. But as the listeners knew... New? Is that a word? Yeah. As the yeah. listeners know, <laughs> I go pod for pod. So tonight, I really like microphone solo. Put it 403. I like polar bear kisses a little better than microphone solo. I went 411. Chief Okamas Dippa. Mm-hmm. I really like. It's good. I don't think I like it as much as the other two. Right. So I am going to say. I'm going to give Chief Okamas mm-hmm. a 3.88 rating. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Just because, I mean, it, I mean, on any other pod, Chief Okamas might be a four-something, a four because this is 
I love it. I, actually, I yeah. liked it. Right. I didn't like it as much as the first two beers, though. Right. So I, I mean, you know, yeah. not everybody's a winner, Dave. Some this is there's <laughs> not a everybody win. gets a trophy. There's a winner. There's somebody in second, and there's somebody who's in third. And Chief Volcom is right. in third tonight. <laughs> no, but I, I I do try to think about the the different beers that we try in their category, and I try to think back as hard as it is at this point over three hundred. She said, <laughs> but I'm bumped. Um, I try to think back. Excuse me to all the ones that you know we've had in in that particular category and in this category, like you said, it's it's a good beer. I really enjoy it. I went three point five five, you know, and that's a good rating on a five point scale, right? Uh, but nothing that just blows my socks off or yeah, you know. yeah I mean it's solid rating. So yeah, all right. Well, with the paltry. 364 check-ins. Oh, that's it? Our fine friends at ONTAP come in at 3.90. No. So All basically, right. I was right in line with them, and you were just a smidge lower. Right. So. But, Dave. Yeah? Oh, man. Oh, boy. Here we go. As I look down at the bottom of my glass, I can see season two is drawing to an end. And I am out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>